0: Welcome to Preble Hall, a podcast about naval history from the United States Naval Academy Museum in Annapolis. Welcome back to another episode. Today I have a special guest, and that is a midshipman. Midshipman Iona Vlad is from Romania, and she was one of my students last semester. Today, October 20th, is the anniversary of a special visit from the Queen of Romania to the United States Naval Academy. Ms. Vlad wrote a paper on it last semester, and since today's the anniversary I've asked her to read a portion of a research paper to explain that event. Miss Vlad. Queen Mary of Romania at United States Naval Academy. Wednesday, 20 October 1926. It is a rainy day of autumn. A foreign lady that is in her 50s was starting her day pretty early. Her plan was like any other day of her trip, to visit as much as she could of the new land, America. In this story, not only the destination of the visit, but also the character of the story are having important roles in the societies of the time and a great impact for the future generations. Mary Alexandra Victoria, also known as Missy, was the eldest daughter and the second child of Alfred, Duke of Edinburgh, and Grand Duchess of Marie of Russia. She married His Royal Highness Crown Prince Ferdinand of Romania. From the moment she was born, Mary looked to have some kind of aura around her that was tracing her destiny. The proud father added that his new daughter promises to be as fine a child as her brother and give every evidence of finally developed lungs and, and did so before she was fairly in the world. Missy of Edinburgh spent her early years in England. It was uh, during summer spent at Osborne and uh, occasionally visits to Windsor that Missy recalled seeing her grandmother, Queen Victoria. To Missy, Victoria was always Grandma Queen, in order to differentiate her from Missy's maternal mother, the Empress of Russia, who was Grandma Empress. During her youth she had several interviews with the queen. Missy's impressions of the grandma queen were those of a cherished grandmother who never tells uh, inspired rever- reverential fear in many. These uh, audiences were quite intimidating. The corridors of the ancient castle, the house and the reverential atmosphere surrounding were intimidating to Missy reason that gave her the thought of approaching a mystery of some sanctuary. But the moment that she was face to the face with the queen, the final mystery to which only the in- initiated had the access, she was confronted not by fearful Ogri, but by her wonderful little old grandma, who was sweated sh- in the black seal, but had a, little, a shy little laugh. With a father whose duties at sea often took him away from home, it was the Duchess of Edinburgh who grew closer to her and became the central figure in her life. In 1886, her life was about to change since Prince Alfred took up his command of the Royal Navy's Mediterranean Squadron and settled his family in Malta, where Missy lived for several years. Her family took action by arranging a meeting with the Crown Prince Ferdinand of Romania. The wedding took place on 10 January, 1893 at Sieggermann Castle, the Hohenzollern home, a fairy tale edifice perched high above a mighty cliff overlooking Danube River. Queen Victoria was unable to get to her grandmother's wedding, but she Uh, didn't forget to honor Missy. So the queen ordered to fire salutes from ports and ships, and also she held a dinner party where the Romanian minister was invited. Through the years of her marriage, she never lost her contact with her cousins. The fate did that uh, her experience to be very similar with uh, her cousin Alex, Tsarina of Russia. But uh, countries had a revolution that marked them. For the new, new queen of Romania, this event brought her closer to the people and set her sails. The war was coming, and the new image of the queen is revealed, Mama Regina. In these challenging times, Missy took a very unusual decision for the royal family member. She volunteered herself to work as a nurse in the hospitals to help the wounded and the people sick of cholera exposing herself to the disease. From the moment she heard the immense admiration for her country and foreigners alike together with the name of Romania's warrior queen. In the fall of 1926, the crown queen of Romania is starting her adventure on the new land, America. The purpose of his voyage was to put the name Romania on the map of the world and to bring improvement to her country. One of the places that she visited in her tour of America is the Naval Academy. On the morning of 20 20 October 1926, Her Majesty, Queen of Romania, accompanied by two members of the royal family, Prince Nicholas and Princess Elena of Romania, Butler Wright, Assistant Secretary of the State, and his wife, Rear Admiral Andrew J. Long, Lieutenant Colonel Arthur Pollan, Radu Juvara, Romanian person in charge with affair, Andrei Popovic, Romanian legislator, and Colonel Antonescu, member of the Queen's staff, arrived on the yard. The plan of the superintendent was the following. From gate number four, she was led to the reviewing stand at Wardenfield, where she was receiving by the Rear Admiral L.M. Newton, superintendent of Naval Academy, and the head of the department. The regiment of Mishima had been drawn up on the Warden Field to receive, and to be received by Her Majesty, followed by the fire of the battery stationed on the seaward side of Warden Field. After the passing year review, while the band would uh, render the custom honors, the official party would take a short tour of inspection of the Naval Academy, arriving at the superintendents' quarters where the superintendent will present the heads of departments and their wives. Upon departure, a national salute would be fired from the station ship. The backup plan of the superintendent was, in case of the rainy weather, the official party would enter by gate number two, proceed to seaward end of the Dogran Hall. The, the review of the regiment of midshipmen would remain the same, but the national salute of 21 guns would be fired from the station ship immediately after the Queen's alights at the Dogren Hall. After the review, the official party would proceed directly to the superintendent's quarters for the presentation of the head departments and their wives. In both cases, the uniform for the officers and Michiman was full dress. Unfortunately, Her Majesty was not uh, that lucky, and the second plan was applied. In her personal diary, she is describing that day with a sad tone. Awake again. Oh my God. This rain again. I'm still sick, and taking in the car creates me an exhausting cough. The street of Maryland reminds me of England, and the names sound so English. Annapolis, even if it's uh, smaller than Baltimore, is the capital of Maryland, an out-of- fashion city, peaceful with a wonderful naval academy. Here I got welcomed by the entire school. despite the rain, everyone was on the field, and an entire regiment of tall and handsome boys marched in a perfect order. My son Nicholas was very excited about it. I remember that he was dressed in a Romanian Navy lieutenant uniform. The Admiral Commandant of the Naval Academy was nice. Even though he had an ugly face, his wife was a lovely, beautiful woman. The joy and enthusiasm of those who were there had been amazed and touched me the entire time. The building of the Naval Academy were beautiful and well maintained. The rain brought me a big disappointment because I couldn't visit the Academy in detail. A few minutes later I arrived in the admiral's house to rest and have a cup of tea. I had a sad time when I found that Mr. Wright's son, who was a midshipman, died a few years ago. That was the day that he first returned after his son's death. He cried. Of course I found some words to calm him down and express my deep compassion because I felt shame for a gentleman like him to cry in public. After that scene, we took the car back to Baltimore. This event wasn't led to pass away by the mass media. The fact that the Queen came to visit the Maryland State and the Naval Academy helped the reporters to show their creativity thoughts. The articles that they wrote in the newspapers bringing different topics about the Queen, the place that she was coming, and then the international relation between the two countries. After the World War I, Romania gained all the territories back, including Transylvania, but this didn't mean that the problems disappeared. As a country that is surrounded by big powers like Russia, austria hungary and Ottoman Empire, you need help to build it up after a war. Being very attached with her family from England, her solutions were obvious. The first reaction of the queen was to use her relation with her cousin, Tsarina Alexandra of Russia, and to create a bond between these two countries by marrying her son, Carol II, future king of Romania, with one of the Tsarina's daughters. The plan fell because of the revolution that started in Russia. In this case, her second reaction was to ask help for her beloved cousin, King George V of England. But he replied through a letter that he is impressed with her devotion for her new country, but he cannot help her. Since these two plans didn't work, the prime minister, Ion Icebretianum, used his influence over the queen and settled for her trip to America, a country that succeeded to gain her independence from the British by herself and to raise as a new power. The new land received her with open arms, knowing her heroic acts during the war and her roots. The deporter. The reporters had a long list of topics to discuss about her and her arrival. After I saw their names in one of the newspapers, I named that, names that will become very important in Romanian history a few years later after that trip. Her schedule was very prepared, very detailed. Every step was planned. In her journal, she mentions that a lot. She complains about the fact that she has too many meetings that she's very tired all the time about not being able to enjoy view, to visit more places that she wants. From the minister's point of view, the impression made by the Queen in America was not passed away from the eyes of the other European powers and new political connections were established. The Romanian Navy was, uh, until World War I, one of the strongest navies in East Europe. After the war, many ships were sunk and new ships were needed. During the interwar period under the leadership of King Ferdinand and Queen Mary, there were brought in Romania many ships and submarines from other countries, but some of them had meant something in a way. Two frigates were brought from the Royal Navy, having the name of the two sovereigns and another ship was received from Germany as a gift, a gift that was a step that probably led to the future alliance in the World War II. A simple event, the life of a person, can help to discover so much more. This story showed me that anyone has a purpose. Excellent, Ms. Vlad. Thank you very much for giving voice to the Queen of Romania. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir.